Welcome to the Juggling the Chaos of Recovery podcast, where we focus on health and wellness and overcoming all types of addictions. You're in the right place if you're a mom, dad, sibling, or caregiver who has a loved one who is or was struggling with an eating disorder or any other kind of addiction. In a time where everything seems heavy, I'm here to bring you a very real yet lighthearted take on what the heck we're all supposed to do with our lives while we care for our loved ones who are struggling. One thing holds true throughout it all. You can't juggle the chaos without smiling, at least a little bit. Well, welcome to another episode of the podcast. This is Moira. I am coming to you today by myself for another solo episode. And I'm so happy that you came back to listen. I'm excited today to share because I'm going to share about my second ballroom dance competition. Now, if you've been listening to me for a while, uh, you know that I started taking ballroom dance lessons uh, the summer of 2020 in the middle of the pandemic. I was looking for something to do that was fun and just kind of out of the ordinary, and I started with that. And then, and I fell in love with it. (laughs) And you can listen to those. I have a couple of podcast episodes. I'll put it in the show notes. You can listen to what I've learned through ballroom dance and then also what I learned through my first competition. So I went to, when you do ballroom dance, you don't have to compete, but there are some regional competitions that you can do. And I was encouraged to, because I was doing well and I like to challenge myself and things like that. So I did one in February and boy, it was It was a great experience, and I had so many red light stories. Again, I encourage you to go back and listen to that episode. Um, I was so hard on myself, basically. And I danced well. I I looked good. And I was so hard on myself. And it's not about the winning, necessarily, but I just, it was basically, I was so hard on myself. And I couldn't enjoy myself because I was so, I just had such pressure on myself. And so... Fast forward, I bought a couple of dresses from a fellow dancer, and I loved them, especially the smooth. I love them both, but I love smooth dancing. So that's the waltz, tango, foxtrot, Viennese waltz. And the dress that I found, I just absolutely loved. I wanted to make some changes to it and put lots of sparkly beads on it and just change it a little bit. Um, and so I did that. I took it to a tailor, and she said, do you need it for your September competition? I said, yeah, I don't know. I'm not committed to september competition yet but just you know get it done and i'll see because if i do have a great dress you know that's part of what you need for a comp so i got it back from her before like sometime in august and it is fabulous it fits me beautifully the sparkly beads are incredible if you if you follow me on facebook you saw the dress you saw the competition it's an outstanding dress and i must say i look great in it and that's You know, that's half of what you're going for. You need to um, look good when you're doing the ballroom dance. You have to have the right costume, if you will, the right right dress, the right hair, the right makeup. It all goes into, you know, how you're going to perform and how you do get rated. And I learned that, you know, ballroom dance, yes, you can go in to win, but that's not always the best goal to have. It really is about, you know, uh, it's about doing as well as you can at the level that you're at. So, for instance, I'm in, I think, intermediate bronze. I'm in the bronze program, learning the bronze steps for these dances. And so when I go to compete, I enter into my age group, which is in the 50s, and, you know, my level of bronze. And so when they give me a rating on my dances, 
And if I decide to enter into like a competitive, you know, like the championship round, then I compete in that. So it's basically just, you know, it's about doing the best that I can, doing the steps as well as I can for that level that I'm at. And um, and that's what I learned. It's just, again, listen to the other podcasts because it's not about, again, it's about doing your best, yes. And it depends on who you're up against. Again, if you're doing a championship round, which I, which my, my coach always encourages me to do because then you do have an opportunity to win a medal and things like that. But I have to say, as I was leading up to this, as I got the dress back and I said, you know what, I have to, I, I have to compete with this because it looks so good. And so I committed to the competition, albeit it was a little late. So I reached out to the coach and who he knows I don't want him, I don't want him to push me because sometimes I feel like, you know, I just, I want to have my goals, but I just don't want to feel the pressure to do some of these things. Cause that's, I know that's the way I am. I'm like, okay, I, I want to do it. I want to do it. And you know, it's, I don't always have all the time and it, you know, it does cost money. So I reached out to him and I said, listen, I'm really feeling pulled to perform, you know, to go to the competition. I had a solo number that I was dancing with him that I had worked on and I wanted to perform that in the competition too. So I said, but I don't think we have enough time. He said, we have enough time. And he said, but you need to commit to this many lessons. You know, he gave me that. And, um, and so I made a plan with him. I went into the, the studio the next time we had lessons and he said, let's look at your calendar and see if you can fit these in. Cause this is what we need you to do to be here, to do, you know, the, the particular lessons to get you ready and we can get you ready. So I did that. I felt really good going into the competition. And now it's funny. I, um, again, I felt really good. Now I competed on Thursday night in some rhythm, um, some kind of club dances and stuff like that. And there was a little bit of mix up with the clock in my hotel and I was late to that. And so that really did kind of throw my mindset off, but I was able to collect myself and, and dance well. And it, it turned out just fine, even though it was like, oh, great, I've been preparing for so long for this, and my mindset's really good, and now I screwed it up by being late. But anyway, that turned out well. Get, got up the next morning, did my makeup, did my hair with the professionals there, got the dress on, and I went and performed, and I have to say, I just felt so much better. And I danced well, and I knew that my mindset was different during the day because when I sat down in between my dances, you know, my husband was there and my friend was there and they had recorded me dancing. And I remember back in February, I couldn't even look at those recordings like during the day because I was so like, oh, I just suck so bad. <laughs> you know, I couldn't even look at them. But I sat, you know, as Dimitri told me a couple of things to correct because I said, what can I do, you know, for my next round of dances to correct it. And so he told me a couple of things. And one of them is that don't look down so much, which I don't think I look down, but I looked at the videos and I was like, oh, I see my eyes aren't at the level that they should be. I do look down and you need to be, you know, you're in, you need to be looking up and even not even like looking at the horizon, but you really need to be looking kind of up to the ceiling. So I knew that my, like I said, I knew my mindset was different because I was able to look at those videos and I was like, okay, I see that. I'm going to try that differently or har try harder with that the next time I go out there. Um, and I, 
again, it, the day went on very well. I mean, another thing that was happening that was starting to play, had played a little bit in my mindset, is one of my girlfriends who had told me about ballroom dance. I saw her dancing, and I reached out to her and had dinner with her, and I probably mentioned her in my other podcast. Um, she was dancing, and she was dancing in the co same competition with me and at the same level and in that championship round. So I was like, oh, no. <laughs> there was that, you know, that, that could really play with my mindset. And as much as I was like, ah, I got to beat her, I got to beat her, I was like, you know what? I need to do my best, and I need to go and have fun. And, like, as I sat and thought about it and journaled about it before the competition, I thought, you know, wait a minute. This is my girlfriend who introduced me to something that has really become something I love and is really changing my life. Like, just go and have fun. And if you win or she wins, like, what does it really matter? You both are winning, right? This is what I was telling myself. You're both are winning because you're doing something fun and you're doing something challenging and you're both being brave to go out there and dance and do your best. So I was like, okay, I got past that part of it. And again, at the end of the day, I did win. I went, I won first place in that championship round. I got a medal. Dimitri was super proud of me, but you know what? I was super proud of myself because I saw the difference that mindset plays in life and in ballroom dance. Because as I've said before, these ballroom dance is really just a metaphor for life, right? And that's what I've learned for sure. And it really came true that day. And yes, I loved winning. It was a thrill. And and in the end, what I think I won on is my mindset. I learned that, that I go do the hard work, right? I do the lessons. I show up for the lessons. I show up for that commitment. I do set a goal. They've always said to me, uh, my coaches, you know, you got to have a goal be it a competition or you want to learn this step or you want to learn this dance or you want to be able to perform this maybe at the studio for one of our holiday parties. Like you have to have a goal. And I've noticed that, that I need to have a goal because when I have something that I'm working towards, I think I work a little bit harder, you know, on that. And um, it really, and again, I set this goal, even though I felt like I was behind, my coach was like, no, you're not behind. We can support you. We'll support you on this and you have to show up too. And so I did. Um, I set that goal. I made the plans. I made that commitment and I showed up and I, I danced. I danced. And what happened is I did win. But again, more importantly, I won with myself. Um, I mean, a couple of things that I really, besides this that I learned, is I mentioned journaling um, on this podcast. And I did create a journal and I'll put a post, uh, I'll put a, sh a post in the show notes that you can get your own journey to joy journal. Um, but I was at laying in bed the night before, you know, that Thursday night that I had had that mishap with being late and stuff. And I was running that through my head. And then I was thinking about the next day and all of that. And I said, I had just recorded a podcast that you've probably listened to if you are listening to them in succession here. I talked about journaling and how when you journal, you get those thoughts out of your head so that there's more space for other thoughts. And I thought, get out of bed, Moira, <laughs> because I was having a hard time sleeping and it kept running over and over these things that had happened and then my nervousness for the next day and all of that. I said to myself, get out of bed and journal. It doesn't matter that it's 1.30 in the morning. Get out of bed. Do practice what you preach. 
that's a big part of the lesson here is practice what you tell everybody else to do because if in fact it works, it can work for you. And sure enough, I got out of bed, I opened my journal, it was like 1.30 in the morning, and I journaled. I journaled down those thoughts about what had happened and how I was really mad at myself for not being more closely monitoring the the time and you know, spending too much time talking to the lady, doing my makeup and all that kind of stuff. And talked about my thoughts about the next day. And it's amazing. <laughs> it's not amazing, but it just happens. I got back into bed and you know what? I thought about my mother and I felt, a, I don't know, I was thinking about my mom a lot that day um, and that night. And I thought about her and I thought about the love and I just was filled with love and like gratitude and I went to sleep. <laughs> so it's true. When we journal, be it in the middle of the night or the middle of the day, it does take those thoughts out of your head, puts them down on paper. It really helps me process through what I'm thinking. And then it makes space for more things. And in that, in, my, in this case, it really helped me relax and go to sleep. And then another thing that was just really cool that, again, this ballroom dance is t teaching me is, again, it's just about doing the best I can for the moment. And my daughter, two things, my two people that said something. My daughter said to me before the competition, Mom, it's like a swim meet. It's like, because she used to swim. She said, it's like you're just trying to do a little better than your last time. Like when you go to swim, it's just like, okay, if you're doing the 100 breaststroke, you just want to shave off a couple of seconds from your time, right? From the last time, I was, I was like, wow, that really makes me, it puts it in a different perspective. Like I just want to do a little bit better this time than I did last time. And that's all good, right? And then another thing when I was going into the final night, so we have a couple of days of competition, if you compete in all of that, and then there's a final night dinner, which I stayed for. And it's a fun celebration of um, of the, the competition weekend. And so we were coming in to go find our table and I stopped by and said hello to um, this one other uh, gentleman who's another coach and I love to watch him dance. He coaches with another studio and he also, um, he's one of the pros and so he and his partner um, do some professional competing too. And I just love to watch him. And he's just got such a great, and I've danced with him um, at one of the other dinners and he's just a fun guy. And I came up and I gave him a little hug and like, hey, how you doing? And he stopped me and he looked at me and he goes, you have really improved. He goes, I see a big difference in you from the last time to this time. And I was like, thank you. And he said, you are welcome. And he said, just keep working hard on it. He goes, you look great. You looked great today. I see some improvement and that's great. And I, that just wrapped up the whole thing for me. I'm like, that's awesome. You know, like I worked hard I looked better and that's what it is. It's about improving. Yes, I did come home with a medal. Yes, I got some high scores on my solo that I performed. But I, again, I feel like I won because my mindset was in the right place. And that's really what I wanted to share with you today. And, you know, encourage you to think about if it's dancing that you're doing or if it's swimming or if it's working harder at your job or working harder at your relationship or learning to run a little faster or something it's sometimes and another thing like it's a, it has so much to do with our mindset and sometimes it's just doing a little extra setting that goal working a little bit harder i'm reading the slight edge right now and i'll tell talk a, maybe I'll, I'll, i'm sure i'll keep talking about that in future podcasts because it's really cool it's a great book if you haven't checked it out i say check it out it's a great read about just doing things very consistently and just sometimes just doing a little extra and that little extra repeated 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 makes a big difference 
And so I encourage you to, to think about that. And, and um, thank you for listening to my stories about my ballroom dance competition. Um, again, this one's about that mindset. And it really taught me. Now, now, you know, I went back to the studio and Dimitri said, so you're doing the December competition? I'm like, easy. <laughs> I don't know yet. But I might because I really learned a lot and I like learning I like improving on my dances and I might, and I love that dress. So I want to, I want to wear the dress again. So stay tuned. I may do another competition in December and, um, you know, move on to the next steps with Foxtrot and Tango and Viennese Waltz. I love Viennese Waltz and man, I was having a struggle with it at my competition. So I'm encouraged into learning some more, um, just kind of improving those. But, um, you know, that's my message today is to really, if you're having a hard time, check your mindset. Um, and, and know that, as I mentioned before, the way that we do one thing is the way that do we, we do everything. So if you're having a tough time with something and it's your mindset, just think about that, how it shows up in other areas of your life too. Um, it's been a big life lesson for me is, again, the way you do one thing is the way that you do everything. Keep your mindset strong and be brave. I mean, go and do the things that challenge you because unless we challenge ourselves, we don't change. You know, and again, changing, we don't have to change because we're bad. It's just, it's just making, you know, us better versions of ourselves. And so I'll leave you with that. Um, and I'll leave you with something that one of my friends called and told me, and I may have recorded this on the podcast before. When I did that competition in February, she called me afterwards and left a message for me. And she said, you know what? You don't have to call me back. But I just want to tell you, I saw you and how great you did in that competition. And I want to tell you that you are an inspiration to me. And you encourage me to be a better version of myself. And for that, I want to thank you. So those are, that's my message for today. Um, be brave. Check your mindset. You know, just, just be, um, be the best that you can do because um, you deserve it. And I hope that you have a great rest of your day. Thanks again for listening. And we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. Share it with others and make sure you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss a thing. I've got a tribe over on Facebook, so head over there and search for Juggling the Chaos of Recovery Podcast Tribe. And do you know somebody who has a story, a story to share, a story of recovery and hope? please let me know as I'd love to feature them as a guest on one of these next upcoming podcasts. And perhaps you're looking for a community of like-minded, collaborative, and supportive people who cheer each other on as we strive to improve our lives. If that sounds like something you've been looking for, schedule some time with me. You'll find the links in the show notes. Let's talk and let me help you find your way. And I'm here to tell you that you're worth it.